It's the big wake-up call. I'm Ryan Gatenby, and it is that time once again. We head on over to the World News Center for a visit with Bill McCormick. Good morning, Bill. Good morning, Ryan. How are you? This slightly gray, and well, you know what? The sun's literally poking out as I'm talking to you, so never mind. It's a bright, sunshiny day. I'm feeling all right. Now, when I tell people you're from the World News Center, people might think that uh, this is some sort of vicious site because of Facebook. Yeah, uh, I've been in an ongoing controversy with Facebook for a while now. Um, I've had a page on there, a fan page uh, for this show and for my uh, for the World News Center for 10 years now. Yeah. And um, starting in December, they started marking the World News Center spam. And But then, it, you know, I'd complain and it would go away and two, three weeks would pass. And then all of a sudden they'd mark it spam again. And finally, the last two weeks, it's just been every day, anytime I tried to punch something in there, so not only was it spam, but it goes against Facebook community standards. Why? My account could be deleted and blah, blah, blah. So I've tried reaching out to their tech support. I've tried reaching out to their customer support. I've tried reaching out to the various support programs that they have and blogs that they have that, you know, to help their users. And I got no response. Uh, then the other day, they posted completely out of the blue. They posted this thing. You can boost your post for like $20. And yeah. Like, I can advertise a post that's banned for $20. Okay, let's give that a shot. So I, I punched in, put in my credit card, click boost. And, of course, I re- refused to do it because it was spam. But I immediately got a call from one of the people in the sales department. So now we're getting that all fixed up. <laughs> well, there you go. They want, soon my, $20. Yeah, that's they want it. my $20. That's it. As soon as they knew you were willing to spend, there it goes. Well, I, I can assure you the worldnewscenter.org is not a spam site. No, it is not. It's uh, been around for uh, 10 years. 12 years, something like that. Yeah, 12 years now. Uh, it's been cited and uh, used and uh, reposted on, um, on both the uh, National the National Aeronautics Space Association here in America and the Chinese Space Association in Beijing um, <laughs> and a bunch of other places. And we have a uh, and one of our uh, articles is used as a textbook uh, textbook example of how to use logic to parse a problem in uh, Indian schools. And I mean, India. The country, not Indian, right. Native American. Great. So, um, yes, it's it's always been full of good information, and you talk about this segment. So it's 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 a wonderful place to visit to spend. Uh, you could lose yourself a few hours reading all the great content. Yeah, and and this week, um, what I loved was this week people realized that the World News Center was spam. But every year this time of year, I post the thing how uh, every redheaded Latin person you meet is of Irish descent. The whole San Patricio Brigade and. In the whole uh, pre pre world or pre Civil War, post Mexican American War, how all the Irish soldiers de- uh, defected to Mexico and to uh, later to the Dominican Republic and Puerto Rico. Yeah, I think we talked and, about that at least once. Yeah, probably me twelve times, ten times. <laughs> yeah, um, but obviously I couldn't post that this year because of Facebook marking everything as spam. And I noticed quite a few of our listeners. Um, mm-hmm. One guy, Papito. He posted it up with World Space News Space Center Space Dot Space Org. Nice. And then put in the you know the link, and he's like, "Go read this." And he goes, "This is amazing." He goes, "I, goes, I'm a redheaded Puerto Rican. I didn't know this. It, you know, it just doesn't come with the handbook." And um, so that was fun. So what else you got for us today, Bill? I'm hopefully we get that thing straightened out because I I don't want to be related to anything that's spam because we're not. We we are full of of quality, helpful information and content every single Friday. Yes, we are. Um, I was going to go through a couple. I'm going to go through a couple of quick things here, and then we'll dive into the meat of it. Okay. Um, Moon Knight or Jared Leto 
has been on TV, first of all, saying that if it wasn't for Marvel, there'd be no no movies and theaters ever, and America would be bankrupt. I'm thinking he's exaggerating. A little bit. Um, a little bit, but uh, several of the people who worked with him on Morbius said that uh, this guy would actually stay in character with his spine bent and his legs and using hand, cut crutches and canes to get around really? the set the entire time he was there. And I'm like, okay, there's committed to your project, and then there's, dude, you're doing damage to your body. Right. Well, I just always wonder about the, uh, oh, I gained 50 pounds for this role, and I lost 20 pounds for this role. That's not good for your body long-term either. No, it's not. Um, on the other hand, they have a, you know, a regimen of people or they've got, you know, hundreds of people who can help them stay healthy and help That's them true. make those transitions. And, you know, and, and, and Brie Larson, who we're going to talk about in a minute, said there's a difference between me doing um, Captain Marvel now and me doing Captain Marvel the first time. She goes, me doing Captain Marvel now has 30 people telling me how to eat, how to exercise, what to do, when to take a break, what to drink, what not to drink. She goes, it's a little daunting. She goes, but then you look at the results and go, okay, I get this. This is why yeah. I'm doing this, you know? Well, the first time I saw that uh, Camille Nanjani got totally ripped, I was like, wow, they, they have some serious uh, serious workout routines for the Marvel movies. Yeah, uh, well, Marvel and DC are both... And DC, they both yeah. Have, uh, yeah they, they both have staffs on site, so when, when they're bringing in someone to do a, a lead role, it's like, you know, for Henry Cavill, he needs to be ripped. He's got a workout staff available, and in Henry Cavill's case, he actually has a uh, training crew that's his now. He just takes them with him because hmm. he can afford to do that. Hey, guys, we're flying to the Dominican Republic. Everybody get on the plane. Um, but, you know, well, under what... under a costume, right? Can't you just have, like, prosthetics that make you look more muscular? You can. Um, the problem is is that they shade differently than natural muscles. Okay. And that was discovered uh, back in around 2000 when they, when they started using a lot more green screen and started using more what they call front-end light without shadows. The prosthetics would show up as shadows, so it all of a sudden, you didn't like Superman wouldn't just have man boobs; he'd have man boobs with these like citywide shadows underneath them. So okay. it was it was not a good look. You needed to, you needed to bulk up and do it. Well, they need to get the proper material for the costume then, so that doesn't happen. Uh, it's not the material; it's the way things lay out, and hmm. there's a whole bunch of technical reasons. And uh, and our friend Patricia could actually get on the air here and explain them all to us. And that would take two to three hours of your life, and you'd be grateful for the knowledge, and your listeners would never tune back in again. Yeah. But uh, how about just trust me on this one? <laughs> all right. Well, we'll move on. <laughs> we'll move on. So, all right. So, some fun stuff here. Um, I was, was going to do Moon Knight, but that's a whole that's a rabbit hole I don't want to go down to because we've got a whole different rabbit hole to go down through today. Okay. Uh, Marvel released this week uh, the uh, trailer for Miss Marvel. Um, which is the story of a 16-year-old Pakistani girl who lives in New Jersey. Um, and uh, she suddenly develops superpowers. Now, how do we put this here? Uh, she, the, the girl, the little girl, uh, Kamala Khan, Kamala Khan uh, in, the, in the TV show, she's played by the uh, actor Iman Bellani. And, by the way, this is her first major role. She's, you know, done some commercials and stuff, and all of a sudden she's now Miss Marvel for Disney. Okay. Which is a huge jump. But, you know, God bless her. She's doing great. But anyway, so it's the first, you see, first Muslim superhero that's going to be portrayed, um, first female Muslim superhero, because, you know, I don't know why they make the distinction twice, but there you go. Um, anyway, uh, Kamala Khan, 
she's she fantasizes about being in the Avengers in her world. You know, the, the Captain Marvel and uh, Thor and Iron Man and all those characters exist. They're, those are real people in her world. And they made the comic book came out in 2013, and it was a huge hit. Uh, I think you and I have talked about it once before when it was when they first started trying to make this into a movie. Um, it was a huge hit because a lot of Muslim people, a lot of young girls went, hey, that's what I can look like in a comic. And in the comic book and in the uh, TV show that they're building, she is not cut and ripped like Superman. She's not, she's not ripped like Henry Cobble. She's not ripped like Brie Larson. She's a chubby little kid who's going through puberty. Uh, hey, hey, we don't need to body shame. No, I'm not body shaming. She's cute as a button. I mean, if this kid was your daughter, you'd go, oh, my daughter's so pretty. She is just a pretty girl. And that's the point. She's just a pretty girl. She's not nothing special. She's not, you know, out punching walls or anything. Um, They made a couple of changes. In the comic book, she has uh, superhero powers that allow her to stretch and expand and contract her body, uh, much like uh, Captain Fantastic from the Fantastic Four. But... If they're going to put her in a Miss Marvel, a Captain Marvel movie where energy is the uh, uh, superpower, they had to alter her superpowers to be more in line with her hero, Captain Marvel. So she now has energy bracelets, which allow her to move energy and turn it into giant fists and and uh, shields and all sorts of other things. And some of the purists who've been reading the comics since 2013 are really upset about that. Me, I'm thinking. They're, they're making a new Fantastic Four movie. They're making a Namor movie, which is going to trail into Fantastic Four. They're going to have a lot of stretchy people, um, you know, in the next few years. Yeah. And stretchy people. I like it. The universe. Hmm? I like stretchy superheroes. No, I do too, but, you know, um, uh, it, it is what it is. So they gave her these energy powers, and they follow her through. And I mean, and in the, in the trailers, I don't know if you've seen the trailer. The trailer's really good. Uh, but she's definitely a nerd. She gets picked on by the other girls at school because she's not the cool girl. Um, she uh, She's discovering things like boys that mom is not happy about that, especially because one of her neighbors is ripped like a superhero, and he's her age, and he likes to take his shirt off a lot and go swimming by the pool Okay, because he knows he's ripped. You know, he's 14, 15, whatever, 16. Um and she, at one point, stands on his shirt by a swimming pool, and it's like, it's a funny, it's a funny scene. So anyway, so they got the Ms. Marvel, and they're releasing that, and they're doing that as a six-episode, six episodes on Disney+. Plus. Okay. And now they, Disney+, Plus has an interesting problem, because Ms. Marvel is definitely geared towards teens and kids. There's nothing in there that's going to frighten your children, going to send them into therapy, Um you know, it's 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 a straight up action adventure filled superhero with high moral ground. Um, you know, they do spend some time exploring her Muslim faith and her days of prayer and so on and so forth, uh, because that's part of her daily life. Um, but it's neither more so nor less less so than anybody else. But at the same time, this is coming out, and this is where life gets fun. Disney has recently picked up all the rights to the old Netflix Marvel shows, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, The Defenders, all them. Okay. And they put them on Disney Plus 2, or Disney Plus, not Disney Plus 2, Disney Plus, which is where Ms. Marvel's going to air. So now they have to put in all these different age restrictions because you do not want your 12-year-old child flipping on Daredevil, which is one of the most violent, hyper-violent, partly sexual shows to come out of the Marvel Universe. The 
the stuff on Netflix, and you and I talked about this when it first came out, was for adults only. They were not kidding. <laughs> you know, it's rated R for a reason. Um, and that's a big deal exactly. to have have Disney content uh, content like that because I know there there are certain things, especially that uh, the the Beatles documentary. They had to get like special permission just for the to leave in the naughty words. Right, and the thing that the thing that confuses me, and don't get me wrong, I'm not a prude. You know, it's um, I, I work with teens on different stuff, and I know you know when I was at the library working with a bunch of teens, there, there, at least half the class that I was teaching or half the class I was mentoring, they'd already seen Game of Thrones, you know, and they were 13, 14 years old. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not a virgin, nor am I expecting the children around me to be, but I do expect a couple of safeguards in there. Like when my friend, those kids watched Game of Thrones, they did so with their parents. You know, there was, there was a, there's a buffer there. Like, why is this happening? Well, allow mommy and daddy to explain it to you. That's the most um, uncomfortable thing ever is still to this day is, is watching something with your parents and their sexual content. It's, it's always uncomfortable. Yeah. And uh, the second most uncomfortable thing is being the mentor to kids who've been keeping questions from their parents so they can ask you. Oh yeah. That's a, that's a lot of responsibility. Yeah, yeah, because the middle-aged white guy is, you know, he's fitting into the hood in South Chicago. <laughs> right. <laughs> Let me explain how things work. Oh, my God. And you know what? Those kids, they, they're still friends with me today, and they're all nice to me to, to this day. So I guess I didn't screw up too bad. But, and, uh, uh, yeah, visit the brand-new website, BillMcCormickMansplains.gov. <laughs> yeah, no, thank God I didn't do that. I, uh, I've been guilty of many sins in my life, but fortunately, mansplaining is not among them. So anyway, so they've got the Miss Marvel trailer out. They've got the whole thing going on with Miss Marvel. They've got all this world going on with Miss Marvel. And do you remember those right wing blogs uh, that we talked about before that were putting up stuff that was just completely wrong? You know, Brie Larson is getting fired, right? Because she doesn't smile enough. You know that. Yeah. Well, this this week they're back, and. I accidentally jumped into the fray for a while, and unfortunately, because I was using a backup email address. I just deleted everything. Um, but basically, they're running it with this. Uh, DC has gone woke, and they're replacing Captain Marvel Brie Larson uh, with Imani Vellani, um, a Pakistani Muslim, and they're going to make her the new Captain Marvel. Which, by the way, none of what I just said is true. Right, of course not. not. <laughs> they are two separate characters, two completely different characters. Um, Imani Vellani is this cute little kid who's playing a character who she, you know, in her, like I said, in her world, all those, all those uh, superheroes from the Avengers exist. She even has an Avengers t-shirt and she's got some Avengers wall posters and she's got a Captain Marvel wall poster because she adores Captain Marvel. And she even has a Captain Marvel costume. Wow. That she weird <laughs> that she bought it, you know, like costumes are us and, or target or, or I'm sorry. We are, we are a classy group here that she bought at Target. And uh, that's like me with like Chicago, the 85 bears all over my wall. I'm wearing a bears jersey. Exactly. She, she's a fan. She's a huge fan. And when she gets her superpowers, um, there's a great scene in there and it's in the trailer and it's a great scene. She's talking to her best friend and he's talking to her and the, the two, you know, they're just two best friends. And she's, she shows him what he can do. She can do a little bit with the thing. And she, he's like, how does it feel? And she's like, it feels cosmic. I'm a superhero. And she's walking around on all these energy blasts and doing all this stuff and jumping through the air. And it's like just that moment you realize the sheer joy that she feels, the absolute unfettered joy 
that she feels being a superhero that she can now no longer just emulate her heroes. She can actually do something to help her heroes. And that feeling that she has there and uh, the way it's expressed, it's such a pure moment. It's such a joyful moment that I was like, okay, they got this right. You know, so I'm looking forward to the show. Uh, I know um, nieces and nephews are just absolutely stoked about it. Um, one of the kids from the library that I talk to semi-regularly, because uh, her mom thinks I'm cool. No, no accounting for taste. But um, so I was telling them, you know, how much I was looking forward to the show. And she said, you know, she goes, my mom saw it on the, uh, this came up on the internet. And she goes, Bill will be watching this, so we have to watch it. And she flipped it on the TV. She's like, we were getting ready to do our homework. But no, we had to stop and watch a Miss Marvel trailer because Bill was going to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, are you recruiting new listeners for this? Uh. Not that I'm aware of. No, oh, you, you should. Yeah, you should uh, pa- pass the word along to your mentoring teens because this is the kind of content that teenagers enjoy. Uh, well, you know, you may be right, but actually, several of them already listen, so I, I don't. Okay. I don't know. Um, awesome. Uh, I, I know they're out there because every now and then I'll get an email from their parents going, "What were you talking about?" <laughs> and then you have to mansplain to the parents, and you're very good at that. Go to BillMcCormickMansplains.net. Speaking of mansplaining badly... Um, Actually, don't go to that website. To... I don't know what it might be. Yeah, God knows. Uh, you've allowed me to sully the airwaves here for coming up on 12 years. And every week, for the most part, whenever we're doing the show, I put up a little thing on Facebook and Twitter and on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, tune in to the big wake-up call at 9, 10 a.m., and whether it's Central Standard Time, Central Daylight Time, whatever it is, I, I specify that, and then I put on you know, WBIG1280.com, bigwakeupcall.com, the whole bit. I've been doing it that way for over a decade. Today, today, mm-hmm. I put online, tune in to the big wake-up call with Ryan Gaten B and me at 9, 10 a.m. on WBIG 1280, 1280.com, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I saw that. So, where the excitement lives. Uh, but I didn't put in whether it was Central Daylight Time or Central Standard Time. And somebody who's actually, and I don't want to, I'm not going to call this person out, but this person has been listening to the show for at least eight years that I know of. Okay. Reaches out to me on Twitter and goes, "What time zone are you in today?" Okay, same same one. We haven't packed up and moved. <laughs> I'm just picturing Ryan in the, in the office at WBIG going, "You know, guys, we need to start doing the show from a different time zone. Can you fly me to New York to do the show for a couple of weeks?" Right. I guess yeah. I guess you're going to have to specify or just put Chicago time. Yeah, you know, maybe I'll do that in the future. I don't know. It was just I've. This is the first time I just didn't do it. And I'm like, oh, everybody knows. Well, I was wrong. Not everybody knew. Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, my God. Anyway, so that was fun. It was a fun way to start my day. Um, but anyway, so, yeah, so Ms. Marvel's coming out. It's an exciting show. It's good for kids. It's the right age for kids. Uh, I don't care if you're Muslim or not. Um, you're going to enjoy this show. Uh, a friend of mine who has seen a uh, preview edit of the first episode didn't have all the special effects in it yet, but he said it, um, he goes definitely. He goes, he's got three kids. He goes, yeah. He goes, my kids are going to be parked in front of the TV. I'm letting them watch this one. He goes, I have no problems with it whatsoever. By the same token, the same person saw Moon Knight, the debut episode of Moon Knight. And he said, he goes, I'm not letting my kids within a country mile of this. Yeah. He goes, it's more violent than Daredevil. Well, Bill, we have to stop right here. So let me go to uh, WorldNewsCenter.org, not a spam site. BillMcSciFi.com. Uh, check out the all-new Big Wake Up Call podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Bill, thank you as always. We will talk next week. Have yourself a great one, Ryan. Bye.